Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. I'm Lengo and Lindy and thank you for joining our conversation. Hello. Hi. Right. So, <laughs> what we've been talking about? So, um, today we're talking about um, the topic of knowing thyself. So, I think most people are familiar with that kind of phrase of like, know, thy- know thyself. Um and I think we're just delving into like what that means or like the different interpretations mm-hmm. that exist out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know any different interpretations of them, but I just know <laughs> I heard it from you, like know thyself. I think yeah, we were talking about something and then I was saying that we we're talking about the importance of just knowing knowing yourself, like who you are. Yeah. And then you said uh that statement or that phrase that like, know thyself because you've been watching the Matrix around that time rewatching the matrix and then you said how yeah um, i think it just goes off yeah it goes off like our previous topics of like being a creator and like um last week we were talking about like creation myths and just how we can what message we can take from those stories and apply it to our own like life and how that comes into like manifesting what you want out of life etc and so i felt like i kind of i kind of took that on as like a my like motto for 2022 um and I because I was reminded of it when I, I was you had watching. another motto for 2022 something to do with enjoyment or something no well I mean that's probably just a continued motto but know thyself was like the one that I was trying to like take hold of <laughs> yeah okay. this year but um yeah no I was reminded of it when I was re-watching the matrix because basically there's a she in the in the matrix in the first um movie he goes to see the seer and she tells him that he's not the one but he is the one right but i think and she has this kind of like plaque on the top of her door that says know thyself and i think part of it was that he needed to like know within himself that he was the one like it Mm -hmm. wasn't enough that someone else was going to tell him that he was the one because he didn't believe already anyway Mm -hmm. and so he had to kind of go on that journey um I suppose it is a picture of the hero's journey isn't it um he had to go on that journey to discover that he had the power within him to you know be this so-called one (laughs) so yeah we're just looking about looking at that topic and like where the phrase even comes from so I I just did a quick like search to see like the the history of it and things like that the different interpretations so I I came across that like usually there's two other phrases that are said with this know thyself Mm -hmm. um so the first one is nothing to excess and the second one is certainty brings insanity yeah and I and so when I read that I was like okay that brings a like a different kind of um how does it even join into those I'm trying to work out how the three even join so I think the the interpretations is basically um I think they're they're from ancient Greek um they're like Delphic maxims I'm not really sure that means but it's basically saying that like um having the wisdom to to know that you don't know everything basically Mm. so not to treat yourself as if like you know everything and like I think that's why it says certainty brings insanity 
mm-hmm. it's also comes from like the philosophical view that like you shouldn't hold yourself too high up and assume that you know everything because then you essentially you stop you limit yourself from learning and evolving if you think that you're already great or you've mm-hmm. already arrived as we say um so yeah that definitely brings a different kind of interpretation to the phrase like know thyself but um yeah i don't know what do you think what was the other that? one what was the other one is it um... no- nothing to excess okay <laughs> i don't know so so nothing i'm still trying to look for a link because i think that's just how my mind works yeah, nothing dicks, and then you said in certain TV's insanity, then it's like know thyself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what your what was your question to me? I mean, I like the know thyself part too. I think when when some when you hear the phrase know thyself, like what does that bring to mind? Um, I think I at the like, moment, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? You feel no, like... I just feel like it's a phrase that we've come across in many different spheres and many different times. So. You would have heard it before, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Yeah. I think previously I would have probably thought that it meant, like, know that, and it probably does still mean this, like, you know, just in different interpretation, like, know thyself. Like, it's kind of like, know what your opinion is, you know, mm. like, know what you stand for. But then, mm. like, recently it been, like, thinking just further, like, how it's just deeper, because linking to the myths that we talked about yesterday, like, before, like, one aspect of the gods create, like, before the god create created, I think it's mm. the Egyptian one, before the god created um even the tangaroa myth it's like we just think of the god um of the creator just like calling forth like these things into being but it's like before the god was able to create in these myths what i found so interesting was that they had to become aware of themselves Mm. so like um i was reading this other um basically the egyptian myth um from last week and it talks about how before the light like before um i think it's ray the god um was it Ray or Ra? They called him Ray, they called him Ra. So Ra, before he um before he could start creating, there was actually another before Ra was like this god a tomb. I don't know if the aspects were the same being. You know how like mm. you get those like different it's like the same creator but different aspects. So there was a tomb. Yeah. And a tomb had a tomb spoke and light came out of his mouth. And then the light, um like they're basically the light shone on on Ra, and Ra was able to see himself, and then only then could Ra start creating. So it was only like when Ra was aware of himself that he yeah. could create. And even with the Tangaroa, and I'm not sure if he actually says it, but I think he's in darkness, and I think it's first of all he becomes conscious of himself. So it's like before you can start like moving in this world, I feel like to move in this world effectively is like there's a there's a part where like. You, like knowing yourself like um mm. being aware of who you are like being conscious of yourself aware of who you are really is at the beginning whereas i used to kind of think of it kind of like oh you listen to everything that the you know everything external first and then you pick yeah. out the things that like you know that fit with you do you know what i mean you know what your opinions are like you listen to everyone else's opinion and then mm-hmm. you pick out which one you think oh yeah, yeah i'll take that i'll take that but in this like i've been recently thinking about it, like why don't you just start with just you like you know you're just there in the dark room that's meditating yeah. like, there's no external now there's no external it's just like what's inside of you you know what i mean because in this world we're always searching for like oh be original be this be that like think outside the box and all of that but it's like why don't we like yes yeah, so i've just been thinking like how knowing yourself is literally like being comfortable with sitting inside your mind 
so that mm. you can actually know your soul your spirit so i mean i'm saying all that but i'm like a hypocrite because i haven't <laughs> been i haven't been medi- meditating i said i'll be meditating like i've been trying yeah but it hasn't been the vision is i'm only in february isn't it? but yeah. like i haven't um been sitting there and doing this like meditation that like tangaroa and Ra was doing <laughs> at the beginning of time because i really feel like that's what i feel like that's a, a that's probably a little um that would be a key i'm not saying like it's the answer but i yeah. think there's something important like if we actually did stuff like that i think we'd have a breakthrough but yeah um that's what i think but what do you think i think it's that, very Grace? hard to it's very hard to do those things like you just said you just mentioned meditating mm. like because we're so like not conditioned to just sit still and practice those those things that like, it's very hard to then try and do it now it's mm. especially as you get older you're like you've been so out of pro- practice of like being in tune with yourself and yeah I think nothing in the world or in society really um like encourages that side of things like mm-hmm. unless you're like I don't know in religion or like a community a spiritual community or something like that um I think that's why it is so hard but it just takes practice I guess like anything else mm-hmm. um but yeah I don't know <laughs> what do you think of the whole know thyself like why why did that strike you not strike you like why did that like resonate with you you know when you're watching the matrix like was there something that you'd been thinking of or like um I think it's yeah so what happened when I was watching it and I was kind of reminded of that phrase it was kind of especially like watching his whole journey as well I think you have to watch it because you haven't watched it you know mm-hmm. even though I've been telling you that you should watch it you'll slide that in <laughs> I, I don't know when I watch it honestly I can't say <laughs> but um what yeah what resonated with me was that like to kind of achieve anything like in life or to know what you truly want because I think I always have this like internal battle when making decisions or trying to like manifest things is like trying to eliminate like the external voices that exist in our head whether that's from like societal norms or like from family or religion or whatever wherever it comes from is trying to like eliminate those external views and like just listen to your inside voice and know what you truly want because I feel Mm. like in life that's why it can be hard because you might be like um operating from a place where you think oh this is what I want I want to go um be I don't know an accountant but then you just pursued that career because it looks good in society and your family told you you should do something like that when really truly inside that's not really what you want to do mm-hmm. so I feel like knowing it starts with knowing yourself isn't it knowing what you truly want but then you you have to go through those practices of like like being aware essentially of like where those motivations or the desires are actually coming from which requires obviously a lot of hard work and like unlearning certain beliefs um about yourself or about how you should live your life mm-hmm. um and that requires obviously like <laughs> unlearning and learning new things and like listening to your internal voice. And I so I feel like that is the process of like knowing yourself. Mm. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just the idea of the oh. hard work that sounds so grueling. Do you know what I mean? It's off putting. Like, <laughs> like even if you know what kind of needs to be done, for me personally, like whenever people talk about that, like when they come to like, you know, when you hear people and say, like, oh, I mean, like say they're spiritual, they have got some spiritual practice and it's yeah. like, oh, I've been 
you know, I've had done a lot of work, done a lot of work <laughs> on myself, like, you know, been doing shadow work, doing this and that, oh, it's just dear. like, bloody hell, like, I just feel like, oh gosh, like, you know, it's like lifting a mountain, I don't know, so yeah. I'm just like, you know, it's like, ugh, do I really want to start? No, I don't, and then, you know, I'll just sit there and then come up with some other ideas and, like, other light bulb moments of what we should be doing to elevate without actually doing it um but do you really think it's that like that hard work like that much like remember when uh, i don't know this is maybe out of of context but you know we're watching like the the tower reading that by the kino and she was talking about like how sometimes like some people might have trauma but then Mm. she was talking about like how you know, some spirits do this, which I don't know what spirit she was talking about. And I was just like, what spirits are those? Um, she was talking <laughs> about how sometimes someone might have trauma, but then there's like these spirits which help to just like lift the trauma. And then suddenly something that could have taken someone like years to go through, you know, like people say years of therapy, years of self-work, whatever. Yeah. It can just, all of that kind of just like go away in an instant. And then nice. I was saying to you, I was like, I don't know what spirits those are, but I do know that that can happen like with God definitely. Like I feel like there's some things like that God has definitely like like, you know, taken away from me. Or like mm-hmm. say it's like thoughts I've had or just like do you know what I mean? Like misbeliefs that have what are they called again? Let's get the language right. Limiting thoughts or just, you know, thoughts that are just wrong. And they yeah. just they just um they control the way you think and act. And those beliefs just like f- have fallen away um in an instant. And I think that I was saying like that's happened I've witnessed that and Mm. in my own self so um I I was saying that I mean I'm asking the question even though I've got I'm really kind of saying what I kind of think is that like you know does it have to be such grueling work like you know I mean to become conscious do you know what I mean to to find ourselves Mm. do you think that it always has to be not necessarily I think it can be grueling if you (laughs) are not fully open and so I feel like what the difference mean? is that you like for like if you want to change and you want to know yourself and to be free from these chains or whatever you want to call it these bondages, um, the you have to be open to want <laughs> to want to you to want healing to want to be free of that mm. to want to know yourself. So I feel like if you're not fully open, it will be grueling and you won't get to like let's take let's take away the like the factor of timing. And how, like, for some people, it can happen instantaneously. For mm. some, it might take years. I feel like it can. It ha- there is potential for it to happen instantaneously if you are open to it and you're aware of what the thing is. Mm. D- does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm, th- th- there's another part of me that's just resisting and being like, no, but I bet there's people out there who they are open and they, they do know what the, the trauma is, but they're not getting the breakthrough. I mean, you know. potentially, but we can't know all the variables that are involved mm. in that. But I just, yeah. I just yeah. think that if you at least yeah. are open and you believe that it's possible for you, for you to be freed and healed mm-hmm. instantaneously, it's a possibility. Mm. But I'm not mm. sure what like what all the variables are to make that a reality mm. and to for that to be to happen every single time. Um, but I just know that it does take being open to that healing in the first place because we we already know that in in the way the spiritual world works at least how why how what I believe is that like there's nothing that happens without you being open to receiving like in the same way this might sound a bit extreme like you can't be possessed unless you're open to it in the first place and nothing's ever pushed on you is there really I mean like I've heard this before 
but That's is it really, I really, really true the that world works. like nothing can happen to you unless you're open? Like, so nothing can be put on you like without you being open to it, really. Okay, yeah, that's what I think. Mm. I'm just trying to, you know, you just quickly explore your thoughts quickly, but I haven't. I, I don't. I think it's too quick. We're having the conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what do you want to say? No, I'm just trying to explore. If that's true, like. I've never thought of it so point black like nothing can happen to you without you being open to it like truly truly no you know or you've no... never thought of it in that way you mean yeah because sometimes mm. it's like I think I've heard of it sometimes you might open the does they say open the door unconsciously because you've done something like mm. um you know that you didn't you didn't you didn't know one the thing that just come into my mind because I'm like just saying whatever comes to my mind <laughs> is that like I remember in church when we were talking about they were talking about a tithe and they were saying how yeah. like it kind of like the tithe like you know paying your tithe to God mm-hmm. it it kind of protects you so it like forms a hedge I think this is I think that scriptural language like it forms a if you know it might not be but anyway it forms a hedge around you okay but then it's like when you don't do it like see how that's something that's like a that's like a spiritual action do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's yeah. like, okay, when you do it, it has consequences. When you don't do that spiritual action, it also has consequences. So it's like you've kind of like opened the hedge for like basically, um, it's not saying, yeah, basically saying that, isn't it? Like God's God's protection won't be around you as it would be if you had the tithe. They didn't say it like that. But yeah. it's like you kind of opened the door. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you're disobedient because tithe is like, it's seen as not, it's not an option for you. According to the church that I, I went to. Okay. And even the church that I go to now is like it's not an option. It's something that's um, I should actually study tithes because when I'm talking about it now, I'm just like really. Um, <laughs> I like paying tithes as in I believe it for my own self in the sense that it's like a discipline to give and to um, not hold on to things. But yeah, um, yeah so the, the let me go back and backtrack. So the tithe is not. And something that you know is just optional it's a command i think mm-hmm. um you know so it has it has um consequences if you don't do it so yeah so there it's like say something happens to you like or some misfortune yeah like you mm-hmm. lose money or something something bad and it's like someone the person might say well i didn't you know i didn't i wasn't open to it i wasn't so it's like that in that case when we're talking about it i just thought like oh is there instances where you might unwittingly on you know have opened the door to this stuff answering my own question i have heard of something that really freaked me out like during my um uh, when i was doing my creative writing thing remember i taught my creative writing course i was Mm. like one of our teachers yeah he was a funny guy um and he was talking about like the um he was talking about some woman it was some famous poet or writer um she wasn't famous but she was just you know she was doing good she that was her job and she for some reason right she went to um i think there was like, some occ- some occ- some occult practitioner basically mm-hmm. i don't know if they were a witch or whatever they were they went into the dark stuff basically and so this writer poet whoever went and like i think the occult practitioner died and like yeah. you know the position possessions were like being sold or they were open you know whatever and so this poet writer person went and like got a ring from you know got one of the rings or bought it or whatever was wearing it and literally like bad stuff started happening to her like she <laughs> like her husband left her she got cancer funny, but like, yeah. um she got cancer something else happened it was like a list, list like bad things started happening to her and then she did actually get rid of the ring 
happy story, happy ending, you know. I like telling happy endings, not you know. <laughs> yeah, she got rid of the ring and yeah, the cancer went, the husband came back. Um literally stuff like that like sounds sound so ridiculous. And I was just like, whoa, like that that freaked me out. Cause I was like, see, that's another one where it's like you opened the door, obviously. Yeah. But she wouldn't have said, Oh, I you know, the person themselves wouldn't have said how I opened myself to the dot to like horrible things. It doesn't things, have to be something that's conscious. Mm, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think I think when you were saying it at first, I was thinking to be well, honest, hold a minute. You know, is it always I have to consciously, consciously I mean, allow this stuff? But yeah, go I still, on. I still think it's a conscious decision because I, mm. I'm the kind of person that believes that everything is a choice. Like every thing you decide to do on a daily basis, you're making a choice. Um, so even though it might not appear that it was consciously you knowing that you open yourself up to this, but you made the choice to go there to buy the ring, you know mm. where it came from. Essentially, you're opening yourself up to that energy. Mm. So, yeah, I do believe it is in part conscious because everything, every decision energy. you make on a daily basis, it might be the smallest thing of like, I don't know, I'm going to drink more water today. I'm going to mm. go for a walk today. Like everything mm. is a decision that you've made. It's a choice that you've made. I like the fact that we're recording right now. We've made that choice mm. to sit down and do that. And sometimes things may seem that they're not as consciously thought out, like intentional. Like oh, We put a time on this, so it seems more conscious. But all the decisions that we've made up to this point was that we make it on time to do this recording. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So everything is a choice. That's just how I see the world. It's interesting that you say that because when you're just saying it now, I'm just like, everything is a choice. But yeah, it was hitting me again. Like, I'm going to a choice. Because, no, but seriously, I think I'm one of those people who, like, I have to always remind myself because there's a part of no, me. No, I'm the same, yeah. honestly. It might sound but... like I, I'm thinking this every second of the day, but mm. <laughs> yeah, I have just... to also remind myself. Okay. But when you do think like that, like, sales to always think, like, everything's a choice, everything's a decision. Like, I literally start looking at my actions, like, my every action mm. is in that light. And by mm. looking at my every action at that light, it's uncomfortable because mm. it's, like, because it automatically puts responsibility on, like, what is the consequence of this decision? Yeah. And, for example, if I, like, I struggle with this, isn't it? Like, so my evening habits, like, my nighttime habits, like, I literally don't have them in place because like, I just want to chill <laughs> at night in the evening. Like, I don't, you know, that's when I'm meant to come and meditate or whatever. <laughs> but I don't. And Same. so, like, if I, like, even tonight, like, I don't want to start tonight. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, if I was going to be like, oh, Melenga, like, look at this. You've, you've made the decision to sit here and watch TV. Watch another mm. episode of... um lives in the wild whatever i will do it tonight um so it's like do you know what i mean and i think it's okay it's fine but you know it it just puts it makes you think like oh my goodness like because either you switch that voice off Mm. or you do something or you do nothing i don't know so it's like and i think right because we're talking about consciousness in a way like being conscious of yourself this is what it is about being conscious it's like it's painful though and i'm thinking by now i'm like damn i don't want to I don't want to say, I don't want to do that. Although I think it says it even in the Bible. It says something like, it talks about time mm-hmm. and about being conscious how you spend your time. And it's yeah. that, like, knowing that you're you're making decisions every time. Because when it comes down to everything that you do has a consequence, isn't it? So at the t- end of the yeah. day, when I'm just like, oh my goodness, I haven't, um, I haven't written. It's because I made other decisions. I made mm. the choice not to do it today. And it sounds so bad to yourself. But you're like, oh my gosh, but I wanted to. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, you, you didn't, yeah, you didn't like the desire is not like the whole equation of, you mm. know, the whole ingredients that you need 
um it's the like in it's like the deciding to do it consciously and this is why it's really really important to be conscious actually Mm. thinking Mm. about all these things because if you're not conscious you're still going to reap consequences of your unconsciousness conscious living like say that woman she bought the ring and all this bad stuff happened to her like she probably didn't like she probably wasn't she know what i mean she did that unconsciously she invited yeah. negative forces into her life unconsciously and like i think one of the re- the key things to being conscious one of them is having knowledge because mm. i feel like if you you know it says in the bible as well like my people perish for lack of knowledge like she could literally yeah. have died because she didn't mm. know she didn't have the knowledge to know really that yeah maybe she knows the occult right she didn't know that the occult it, she didn't maybe she didn't know about energies and how it can affect yeah, your life the, like that. yeah the dangers of that the wi- yeah. like the wisdom yeah and he literally like because the bible says yeah like you know what does it say about wisdom it says wisdom is a principal thing you know therefore mm. get wisdom like it's the first most important thing so it i really feel like yeah. <laughs> and i think like, i use them interchangeably like knowledge and wisdom mm. but because we can have like book knowledge you know what i mean but wisdom yeah. is a different type of yeah. knowledge like it's a higher you know truth yeah it's more like truth i think yeah i think i've mm. never thought of it that way actually um yeah. yeah thanks for that because i've never thought of it yet. wisdom equals truth because yeah you can have all lots of knowledge you can be reading all sorts of you know <laughs> things and ingesting all sorts of things but do you have wisdom mm. and i think wisdom i think it was i don't know if i'm right but i think i heard this in church and it was something about wisdom being practical knowledge so sometimes like you mm. might have knowledge but you don't practicalize it is that yeah. even a word yeah you don't actually you know do it and so um what was i even gonna say i think yeah part of being conscious is is actually having wisdom yeah and then yeah. you know so that that wisdom is actually like with ra and tangaroa it's like these gods they didn't just you, you, you i don't know because these were conscious creators isn't it they had to be they were conscious and yeah. they couldn't even create out their unconsciousness it was darkness so maybe that's how we are like if we are unconscious we're just in we're the just dark. in darkness yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. and it does seem that way. Like even when you look at these, I don't know, these major religions or whatever, however you want to view it. But whenever you live unconsciously or you just let life happen to you, you just people say you might say you're just you're not really living. You're almost like just mm-hmm. dead, and you're just moving or you're existing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you live consciously, like that's life. Like you're being, you're actively, you know, living. Yeah, and I feel like that. That's what. That's the difference, I guess, between living consciously or unconsciously or knowing thyself and mm-hmm. all these kind of things that we're discussing. Like, I don't know, you just can't do it any other way. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, yeah, like when I'm just thinking about it, because I really do think yeah, at this moment in time that these these stories, these myths, especially like about these gods and goddesses from different cultures, like mm. it's not about some god that's out there, you know. It's mm. actually like they're pictures of us. That's what I think they are. A picture of us so i feel like if we do not become conscious we are just in darkness and our life is nothing it sounds very harsh to say <laughs> but like our life is nothing so yeah i can't even say it out loud because it sounds really bad but it doesn't sound that harsh it sounds like in the first like series where we talked about like being a creation in it or yeah, okay being the creator so i feel like mm. that's what you're saying mm. yeah because <laughs> interestingly it's really weird especially in the raw myth it's like raw was there in the freaking darkness like yeah he was in the dark but he didn't know and he was a god 
that's like us oh my gosh it reminds me in that freaking verse you know when it says my people perish Which one? i'm not mm. sure if it's the same verse but i don't know but it says yeah i think it's in psalm somewhere but it says um <laughs> my people perish for lack of knowledge and then there's a somewhere where it says you are gods but you perish if it says something like you are you are gods but you die like mere men ah. yeah oh. talking about us <laughs> talking about us with a small g but i remember that scripture like you know from church and that stuck with me like you are gods but you parry it's like that though i'm telling you like Mm. it was dark right and then there was the god ra was inside the darkness but he didn't even know he existed and that's us like we're if we live unconsciously which i feel like i do for like nine percent of the time yeah so if i live unconsciously as i do right at this moment which is changing um i am like see all my innate potentiality Mm. all that i am truly like i don't even know the god in me like i don't know the god in me if i'm unconscious you know yeah so i'm just there in the dark and i'm thinking like that i'm just it says that you are god but you die like mere men like i will just live and die like a man like a man like a human you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) like a human never never actualizing the god inside which is this is not all like ooh fairy tale but never actualizing mm. my potentiality my creative potential do you know what i mean so ra would have just been in the dark if there was no light you know what i mean if the other aspect at tomb i don't know where our tomb fits in but this other kind of god aspect didn't breathe um didn't breathe light um which was what did he what did that god at tomb breathe it says um it was it was like the word and magic mm. um so which maybe that, you can... that theme also seems to come up a lot like the word mm. like it's yeah. very important isn't it the word definitely yes yeah, so i'm trying to figure out yeah it's like the word is very important like so us even us i mean you know when it comes to like speaking like in mm. the in mainstream now it's known as like affirmation right like yeah know, speaking that affirmation is a whole was affirmation. different conversation but yeah that's so but that is the word is an ingredient of creation it's like after they've become conscious of themselves the god mm. themselves then they begin to speak or in this egyptian one the word was spoken and then i think it's the word first and then there's light i don't know it's almost as if the word is spoken and then the consciousness the light of consciousness comes on so yeah that's so interesting because yeah. i did come across like another little mini uh, creation story i think it's from the people of like in colombia it's like a little tribe indigenous people mm-hmm. and the the way theirs once their story starts is like in the beginning the word gave origin origin oh, wow. to the father. Oh oh my goodness, that sounds so yeah. like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that one that one's an interesting one and it that was the one that I, I mentioned briefly to you where it's like he says like a phantasm, nothing else existed in the beginning. The father touched an illusion. It talks about like an illusion and he grasps something mysterious. It's very like woo this one, like it's kind of different from yeah that i came across definitely like and it's like cryptic. nothing existed and it's like through the agency of the dream the father mm. had a mirage of his body and he pondered long and thought and deeply in thought oh, wow. and then he like he like kind of pulls the like creation out of his illusion or his dream it's just so mm. yeah it's quite interesting I mean, it's the same thing, though, isn't it? The whole yeah. thing of creating out from myself. But that was really interesting. What was the beginning again? The first line? Or... It said, in the beginning, the word gave origin to the father. Mm. 
So that means that, so this is the thing about these creation myths, because it's always like that. It was always the thing. It's like, okay, what came before the creator? Like, what created the creator? Yeah. But it seems as if it's the word, the word in this one, in this myth you're talking about, it's like the mm. word itself was first, and it gave origin to the father. Like, so weird. Yeah. Mm. There's so many that are just so, they're just so fascinating, honestly. Where's that one like, from, though? I want to know, um, like, I want to search that one up. <laughs> It's the I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this properly, but the Utoto Utoto they're like an indigenous people of the Amazonian jungle in Colombia. How do you spell it? It's U I T O T O. I don't know how I'm probably saying it completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, Utoto Utoto Utoto. Yeah, something like that. Mm, that is so interesting. Yeah. It goes on, but it's actually quite interesting. In that one, it's like he spat out. They're always like spitting out or like creating. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. interesting the way they do it. But yeah. That, that one was deep. interesting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think the, the word is, you can't escape the word. And I feel like, you know, like that's one of the things I, so that's one of the things that I kind of had, like a revelation that I had some years ago mm. um, when I was like in uni and I had this thing and I was like, um, I don't know, this was the time when was I was I praying? I think I was praying and fasting. It was like two days or something. I don't yeah. know. But then I had this thing where it was like, um, I think I'd I'd been sleeping and I woke up, right? Um, and I was in that zone. You know you're in the zone, like say you're fasting or something, <laughs> like you're in a bit, you know, you can like yeah. you are a bit more like, you know, you can hit and no, I was gonna say you can hear stuff. I don't hear stuff regularly. Really. <laughs> that's not me. But you're I'm just, just more saying, sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say the word, but like, yeah. So then I think I woke up from a dream or something. It felt as if like someone was shouting, like it was coming from up, like you know, God mm. was shouting at me or something. It was really annoying because I was like, "Why are you annoyed?" It sounded as if God was just annoyed with me, but it was like, you know, it was like basically what it was. What I heard was that, you know, if you do not, if you do not, what does it say? If you do not, um, if you do not sow the seed, your your mm. life will be nothing. Um, oh. And then I was like, you know, what do you mean? My life will be nothing. And That's I was scary. like, what do you mean? What is the seed? You know, what is the seed? And then I think mm. at that time, I think I'd gone, I think I was going to church the next day or whatever it was. And literally yeah. like there was, someone was, they were sharing the word and they're like, the seed is the word. Mm. And then. Um, oh, that story of the, the planter. The, yeah. The well, they were talking about that. Yeah. They were like, the seed is the word. And then I was like, okay, what is that? Okay, fine. So it's like, if you don't, you know, sow the, sow the word, your life will be nothing. And then I read yeah. another part and I think, I don't know if it's in Psalms. I think it's in Psalms, but there's a part in the Bible where it says, like, if you do not plant, sow your seed in the morning. Um, it says something about, like, sow your seed in the morning and the evening because you don't know which one will produce for you. Oh, okay. And then, um, literally, the messages that I basically received was basically, I was doing this practice where, like, I think I knew I was meant to be declaring, like, you know, you might declare sp- scriptures of your life. Yeah. And it was like, I, you know, I knew I, knew I needed to do that, but, like, I wasn't doing it um but it was almost like this confirmation that it's really really important for you to do it and I think it wasn't only there it was I went to another around the same time because I was in uni so I think I was that was in new church in uni now that I'm thinking about it I had like the same word from like different churches and then I went I've to, actually had that word before as well about about the word about being sowing used. seed and that same yeah. um parable yeah mm. I don't and think so, I took it seriously at the time but <laughs> and then I went to church here here and when I was going to Christ Embassy, and I remember um, during the service, it was, he was talking about, I remember this was like a Pastor Chris preaching, he was talking about how um, 
the word is the seed again he said it well, the word mm. is the seed and he said this look how dumb we are as humans like god just can <laughs> literally shout for a freaking megaphone and it's only now that i'm speaking i'm like wow that's really <laughs> <laughs> wow um god is obviously speaking all the time and we literally don't hear but that he literally was like the word is the seed the seed is the word or the word is the seed and he was like and he showed how to plant how to actually um mm, speak how to mm. how to sow the seed and he was saying like something like it was like you know say you had like 10 scriptures or something and you had those 10 scriptures and you would say them and mm. you would say them but you would say them and you would say like you would say it like oh in the name of in the name of, like you say it through jesus in jesus's name mm. and by mm. the power of the holy spirit and so that was how he said it and then obviously like you know when you think about it, you're thinking okay why do i have to say it in the name of jesus and by the power of the holy spirit but i've come to realize um even just recently i was listening mm. to um I think this this was um, I was listening to Sarita Soul one time. There was a woman that I that I told you that she's she does um she's on YouTube and she's really cool. She talks about like um she does meditations and things like that. Yeah. Right? And um she was talking about how there's like, you know, words, certain words have got like um how can I say it? They've got like, like because energy? they've been used yeah, it's energy in a way, but because that they've been used, like they're words mm-hmm. of power because they've been used throughout time for certain things so they actually connected like those words are connected it's like mm, a chat okay. yeah so it's like a channel so those words are like a channel so sometimes you might say something but you're you're not or a you're putting it or some might say <laughs> could be a portal but it's almost like they're kind of like um i'm not sure what they have got but it's like it makes sense because this thing has been used for a long time and it's it's got a certain so power, power. Mm. yeah it's almost like an accumulative power or something so she was okay. talking about just certain words I think, um, yeah, there was a certain word that she phrased that she used because it had some sort of like, you know what I mean? Like it went back in time. And so I was like, oh, that's why there must be a certain power. Even, even though I don't even know, I don't get it, you know, the mm. name of Jesus, really. Um, because when you think, like, realistically, like Jesus, the actual name, J-E-S-U-S, is a, was a normal name in the time. Yeah. So when it says the power of the name of Jesus, it's talking about something else, really. Like it's not mm. talking about, maybe it's talking about, you know what I mean? It's talking about, it's talking about something spiritual, definitely, yeah, the not the actual, yeah, not word. talking about the actual mm-hmm. word. Um, so then I realized that, okay, that's why you would say in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, because obviously like you're invoking the spirit over it. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, yeah, it reminded me of just invocation, like, you know, in magic, when they like invoke, you invoke a God or whatever. But yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, like, like mm. you're calling upon, like you're calling upon the power of these things. And so, um, what was I talking about? Why have I gone astray? So, um, oh, the the importance the of, the word. of of word mm. in how, like, it's really, really important. Like, I've even only recently, even just yesterday, a couple of days, was like, you know, I need to start doing this evening one. I found the evening one to be hard. But, like, so, I know, yeah. without a doubt, like, this, that's what I'm, trying, I'm kind of telling myself. Like, it's really important. Like, maybe me, the word is so important, like, even in the in the Bible, it says in the beginning was the word, and it says everything will pass away except the word. Except the word, yeah. So, like, I mean, how many things do we have to tell us, like, how important um, speech the word is? Um, hey, what were you gonna say? No, I'm just. It's, it's a lot of a lot of information. I'm just digesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I went on a certain like buzz, and like, all this information came to me, like. <laughs> Oh, 
my gosh. But no, it was good because even just me remembering that I've had the same word and like... How did you have it then? How What did you mean? What did it mean for you? I was... I. I think it was literally in the same context. I was in just a meeting, a church meeting. Someone came up to me. Um, I can't remember if it was a time of um, like talking to your neighbor or whatever. I don't actually remember. And they were just like, oh, God has given me this word, you know. And she referred me to that parable. And he, she was just saying that, yeah, you should sow the seed, the word. Otherwise, obviously in the different, um, in the parable, it mm. it um, is sold into different the seed is sown into different uh soil right yeah so it's like we we are the soil is that my i don't know if that's the right interpretation right yeah we're the soil so it's like we need to be open to receiving that word for it to take root isn't it and mm. to flourish and to grow so yeah i remember getting it and at the time i just i don't know if i was really open to it but then now that you're saying it i'm like oh, damn <laughs> god damn <laughs> I mean, I just took it as that um, from the different places I was hearing it, but it's really important. I think it's the, one of the most important things is to declare on your life, like to literally say words on your life um, because it oh says gosh. even this... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering a dream I had as well. Yeah, what was the dream? You know sometimes like, you'll be, be getting words and you're just like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm being resistant. I can feel like I'm being really resistant to it, but the dream I had was not a nice dream. Um, <laughs> mm. I was trying to like rebuke a demon mm. out of someone and it was not Gosh. working mm. and it was because and then I think I got the message from the dream that like I need to like I almost need to again sow the word mm. for it to actually have weight to work yeah yeah wow. so it, I know some of these Sweet. words it's only later sometimes in, it's in hindsight that you're like oh mm. damn like that that was real yeah you know? yeah it's like when you're in it you can't see or you can't hear and it's like god might literally be telling you you know the answer to your life and yeah. then you just can't <laughs> but yeah I, I really 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 believe it because looking at these look at like reading things and it's like the word the word mm. is the seed because the seed is what comes before the creation for goodness yeah. sake like you can't it comes before the it comes like it's like i think i always thought of it kind of like the creation was for some reason it's like the creation was there and then the word was spoken, but it's like, um, which is so weird and backwards. Like I've read Genesis how many times? Like, um, or, or heard of it since I was a child. But it's like, you have to speak it before you, so that you can see it. And mm. and it's more importantly, like so that you can become conscious. I think we're thinking, okay, how can we become, how can we know ourselves? Yeah. Um, and I think that, that, you know it's it's speaking the word like, i think once we speak the word and we sow the, the word i think we can become conscious we become conscious and we can know ourselves. and then when we know ourselves, then we can even create even more um yeah that's what i think what's your thoughts <laughs> yeah so my takeaway from this is just i mean it was a lot to be honest <laughs> But <laughs> going back to our original um, topic of like knowing thyself, I think in the many episodes that we've we've had, we've talked about like it all starts from you and like whatever you want to call like God or the universe, or whatever, like we're linked to that through like the oneness and like through everything that exists. And so I feel like knowing thyself is kind of just returning to that to that source basically and just mm, mm. yeah that's that's all it, it is. that way yeah. That's, yeah. yeah 
it's just returning to the source it's mm. of who you are of like the real the real the truth yeah mm. um so yeah that's my takeaway but um cool. yeah I, I hope you guys enjoyed that i know it was a bit of like a at times it was a bit of a word vomit and just like uh, <laughs> for me <laughs> it was like you know like when you listen to these like um new age people and they're like oh getting downloads i was like that's literally what just happened <laughs> i don't know where it happened so you know when that piece of the puzzle like you know when, like it's as if the, the puzzle pieces started to move by themselves a little bit I mean, that's a bit yeah. dramatic but you know. yeah but that's no that's literally what it's like it's getting downloads yeah but... yeah <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it anyway and um yeah we'll see you next time Bye.